Hey guys, it's Joseph and Lance here. Thank you for checking out our podcast. This is a conversational podcast on feelings, self-development, and whatever else we find important to talk about over a physically distanced cup of coffee. In today's episode, we're talking with our good friend Kelvin about self-development and productivity. We hope you enjoy. Hey guys, uh, so uh, Joseph and Lance are here. Uh, we're talking with our good friend uh, Kelvin today, um, and I guess we're just going to ask him to give us a brief introduction of him. Um, so Kelvin, do you want to talk a little bit about yourself for a few seconds? Yeah. Uh, hey guys, I'm Kelvin, and uh, a little bit of an introduction about myself is that I am currently in the uh, career focus of healthcare, and um, I know Joseph and Lance because we've we went to the same school together and we've been friends for many years now. And um, yeah, they just invited me to be on just to talk a little bit about self-help and um, the podcast that I'm, I just currently started. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here and hopefully I can learn a little bit about the self-help industry from you guys as well. So, Nice. All right. Um, so this is something we kind of decided we, we want to, really delve into the, the real answer before we get started. But uh, so Lance and Kelvin, would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Yeah. Um, I would rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses because I feel like it would just be like playing California kickball. I feel like they would just be running at me and I'd just be like kicking them. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I just think it's going to be a lot easier and a lot more fun to just do that than than fight a a huge a, a duck. horse-sized duck. No. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Calvin, what are your thoughts? Honestly, I'm in the same boat as well. Like, you just start kicking. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, no. ants, like they're just so small. Like how how strong are those little guys, right? No, no, I, I respectfully disagree. I think I think it'd be more fun to fight like a horse-sized duck. It'd be like a boss battle kind of thing. Plus, plus, um, if if you fight the, if you fight it and defeat it, you can like even like tame it, and then now now you have a now you have <laughs> you have a horse. So your <laughs> angle is that it's more fun and it's like a boss fight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You'd like Jacobo, you know, from Final Fantasy. Anyway, yeah, we usually we usually start off this episode, you know, talking about the coffee we're drinking. Um, since we have a guest today, Kelvin, do you want to talk about that? I know you've been kind of like on and off coffee, actually. So I think we kind of forced you into this one, but yeah, <laughs> uh, a little bit. Uh, I've been trying just to cut down on my coffee. I only have it like two or three times a week, or at least I try to. Um, I'm drinking right now. It's just pretty basic. It's a uh, French vanilla from Tim Hortons, <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Nothing fancy. Nice. Wait, is there Tim Hortons in the States? At least where you are, Lance? I forgot. Um, There no. was one in New York. Not where I live right now in Virginia. I don't one, think there is one. But when's the last time you had a French vanilla? Uh, It was... <sighs> spring 2019, I believe. So yeah, strange. spring 2019. Because I remember, yeah, that's when I went to New York. And then that's when I found the Tim Hortons in New York. And I had a I had a good old <laughs> cup of um uh, yeah, I think it was it was 
what you're drinking right now, Kelvin. And I had a donut too. So it felt, it felt pretty like nostalgic, honestly. So we kind of got into this earlier when you were introducing Kelvin, but I think we, our plan today was to kind of just talk about um, self-help, you know, self-help as an industry. And I guess we'll start off talking about our own experiences with um, self-help and whatever we consider self-help, at least for, in my case, I'd consider it like, like the books. I mean, yeah, I feel like that's the most common thing people think about when you think your self-help, like um, the first book I think I read was the subtle art of not giving a blank we're gonna see if we keep it pg but we'll see by mark manson um and yeah it was like it was it was i won't say it's a memorable book memorable book because i honestly don't remember like anything specific it talked about but i guess it was like my gateway to self-help because like at the time i didn't really know that this was such a thing and it's like it was like such a cool thing to read it's like wow i feel so motivated motivated like after reading this um and then yeah i'll just i'll, I'll just stop there but yeah that's where i got into it um yeah that's me yeah um i guess i'll take the next one uh for me i kind of got self-help um during the beginning of like the pandemic um so i needed to find time to sort of just like i don't know focus on myself and all the kind of stuff because i wasn't able to see like my friends and all the kind of things um so the very first book that i read was um how to win friends and influence people Ooh. um yeah that was that was a really good book it was by dale carnegie um and i feel like yeah that was that's like a very like timeless book I think um, it's it's a pretty old book too, mm-hmm. so it's a classic. Um, but I think from that book, I learned a lot just about like how to deal with people and how to communicate well with people. And I think I sort of translated that to my current work life. And so I, I feel like I I just learned a lot about myself and about how to like encounter other people also. Yeah. So for me, my experience with self help is that um, whenever I want to delve into self-help it's whenever I'm having like a rough period in my life or if I feel like there's something in my life that needs addressing and um my introductory um book to self-help was the book Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins and it's basically a, a story about how David Goggins who is a ranger and um he was in the seals as well and it's how the story of how he turned his life around after experiencing a lot of hardships and difficulties and the book is basically about building um, mental toughness and discipline. And I felt like that was something that I needed to build in my own life. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's my um, introductory piece to self-help. Yeah, I, oh, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that's really good. That's a really good point. Um, I haven't read that book. But I know that you talked to me about that um, and said like a lot of good things about that book. So I look forward to actually listening to the audiobook sometime over this break. Because I feel like um, you said that that was like a, like the best way that you uh, heard that book or just like, um, yeah, like got more insight on that book was when it was like narrated to you rather than you listening it, listening to it. So 
yeah i i still need to listen to that book honestly um so hmm. when i guess this is for kelvin but when when was it that um you read it or listened to it um i think it's it was probably like last year um i can't remember specifically to be honest what was going on in my life but i just know that there was a lot of uh i had a lot of periods of where i was feeling pretty sad or i had a lot of difficulties that came up whether that would be from like work school or the relationship that i had at the time and uh yeah i was just like kind of researching on like or i i kind of reflected on like you know why is my life like this right now and i I, I kind of decided that it's probably because I'm lacking sort of discipline or like mental toughness and mm-hmm. responsibilities like that kind of thing. And uh, I ended up discovering that book and I, I feel like it helped me a lot just addressing that specific issue in my life. So cool. Um, I guess we can backtrack a little bit. Um, I feel like the, the term self-help itself, um, it can mean different things for different people. So how would you guys define self-help? Like, when you guys think of self-help, like what, what is that? I guess for me speaking, it's like, it's, um, it's the approach of trying to, I mean, I mean, I mean, like on one hand, it is like very self-explanatory. It's like, it's when you want to help yourself, right? You have things that you're missing. Maybe there's things that you want to have um, and you want to approach, you want to like approach the things that you don't have. And so you like pick up this book and you, it's like, it kind of like markets its way to like, yeah, once you read this book, you'll know what to do. Um, so the act of like, I guess, consuming that kind of content or trying to actively like trying to, yeah, I guess the words like actively here, like actively try to do something and find what you're missing in a sense. That didn't feel perfect, but I guess that's my definition right now. Do you guys have, what are your thoughts? Um, I think for me, my definition is more like it's trying to, or self-help is trying to like achieve things without having to rely on other people. Mm. So I think for me, it's like learning more about myself and learning more about what the things I can do for myself and how to better myself without having to rely on those things from other people. I guess one question that came into mind for me was how do we think people come about being introduced to self-help? Mm-hmm. I think for me, at least for me, from my experience, it was like, it wasn't something I was trying to find. And I think this kind of speaks to something bigger, but um, yeah, I feel like I was just, you know, browsing the interwebs as it is. And then I found an article and it probably had like some headline where it's like, you know, things that you like every 20 year old needs to do or something. I don't know. That's just like an example. But like, you know, obviously, like you kind of want to click that like it applies to you. And then you're going through this article kind of thing. It's like, wow, that's so applicable to me. Um, Yeah. So I guess and then like it's easy to just keep. um, And I, I mean, like with the Internet now, it's like. It's so easy to just click similar things and just like click, yeah, clickbait, kind of all that algorithm stuff. But anyway, uh, I think the point that I was trying to get at was like, it's easy to, like the, the thing with self-help is like, it applies to anyone. It could apply to anyone where it's like, like have you heard, guys heard of acquiescence. acquiescence bias? I didn't know how to say it. 
it's like the cognitive bias where like you always agree with whatever is being said mm-hmm. so like when i think of that and apply that to self-help it's like it's like you're never gonna find like something of self-help self-help and be like oh yeah that's not me so i'm not gonna touch it like it it, it, it like innately has like a, an attractive like nature to it and i feel like oh, that's how a lot of people get into it is i think um Anyways, but yeah, I guess that's how I found it. Like, I wasn't actively trying to find it. I just, like, stumble on it, and I just, like, kept going through it with a little bit, bit by bit. Yeah, so for me, it was the opposite. I, I was actively looking for guidance on how to uh, address a specific issue that I had in my life. And um, I, like Joseph said, I think there is a broader discussion here about um, the self-help industry as a whole and, like... Um, how it's there is the chance that it can like be manipulative in the sense that Mm -hmm. i'm trying to say that they're trying to gain profit from the the idea that you you're lacking something in your own life Mm -hmm. so i I was just curious about what what your guys' thoughts on that specifically yeah uh that's such a good question i think that that's like something that that was like one of the first cons that Joe and I came just like how the the industry sort of exploits those people who are vulnerable, especially those people who are trying to find more about like how to how to grow uh, personally. I think, yeah, they feed off like the self-help industry feeds off of uh, those kinds of people and introducing more like, you know, books, videos, all these kinds of things. It's just it, at the end of the day, it feels like it's still like an industry that wants to make profit. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I don't know yeah. if that exactly answers what you're saying. I, I mean, yeah, like, I feel like that, like, that's like the mo. at least for me, that was like the main motivation to just like talk more about this topic, because it seems like people, I don't know, you see it like on Instagram, people will like, take pictures of this self help book It's like, Oh, I feel so good now. It's like, wow, like, I'm, I'm ready to take charge of my life. And then chances are like, at least I don't know, I know some people just like keep like, not mindlessly consuming them, but just like consuming them nonstop and like after and after because I feel like when you when you like consume like self-help kind of material, it's like almost like a high. Um, and you kind of just get addicted to that high of like, oh, I'm so motivated to do this thing. And this motivation came from reading this book. So I'm just gonna keep reading this book. Um there are people out there like these authors, they really do want to make people live better. But I think one thing to remember is like what what Lan said and what Kelvin was getting into as well was like it is an industry and industries they want to make money they want they have like they they know who their um, consumers are and you know they they try to figure out how to milk the most money out of them and so self-help is kind of hard in that way because like everyone like I think it's it is a humane a human innate thing to always want to like improve um but I think the the thin line is when it's like when you're ex- yeah like what you said you're exploiting people's vulnerabilities like you tell them like hey you're missing this but this is what you can do to like get rid of it or achieve that um and then i feel like it's easy for people to instead of act- actually like find the things that they want to strive for like let's say you're reading this book because um you're lacking the confidence to, like go find a job or something instead like like okay yeah you have all this knowledge now of like how you could hypothetically find the job but it's easy to just go back to self-help and like, oh, I want, I need to do more research on how I can find this job as opposed to actually like actively 
applying the knowledge from that self-help book and like try to get that job yeah yeah that's a good point you know i feel like with self-help what a lot of people do is they use it as sort of a, a guise of productivity or it's kind of yeah like these, it's an illusion of productivity basically where they're just uh, mindlessly consuming self-help content but at some point like you you have to actually act and you know do something instead of just reading about it right so mm-hmm. yeah that's a very good point so i guess my follow-up question to that is how do we remedy remedy that or is there even a way to remedy that like is there a proper way to use self-help that's like not so it doesn't get to that point where it's damaging i'll, I'll talk about how i use self-help in a way that i think is healthy for me uh, i guess I'll, I'll go into a little bit of a side tangent here but i was watching um <clears throat> i don't know if you guys are familiar with andrew kirby he's a youtuber yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, i watch that guy a lot um for those of you who don't know he's I guess you could call him a self-help YouTuber. He makes a lot of self-help videos. And um, yeah, in one of his videos, and I'm going to butcher the analogy that he makes because it's been like a couple weeks since I saw this video. But he talks about um, using self-help and he, he uses the example of like uh, car manufacturers. So back in the day, there was this car company. I can't remember the name, uh, but they would create uh, like the parts for the car in... Uh, jic so it's just in case they would um even if there was no demand for like the car they would still make parts and like you know do all that logistics behind that and um doing that they waste a lot of time and money and a lot of uh, energy and um there's this other car company that comes along a few years later and they do things jit just in time so whenever there's a demand for a car that's when they start making the the uh, parts for it and I bring up that example because I relate it to like with self-help I feel like for me I only like consume self-help content when uh, I'm I feel like there's a specific thing that I want to address in my life so Mm -hmm. I like meditate reflect on my life Mm -hmm. and just think about like like how am I right now and is there any changes that I want to make that I think would make my life better so that's how I use self-help. And I think that a lot of people, they do it JIC just in case. Like they, they're not really thinking about what kind of uh, thing that they want to get from the self-help content. They're just kind of doing it. Whether that be just like for an illusion of productivity or whatnot. So mm. that's how I. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a question on that. It's like, so once you do... Uh, go through like the self-help stuff and find what you're looking for do you stop or do you I feel like some people would stop and some people would just be more consumed with again like the different resources um for me I would only consume the content if I feel like I I still need more like guidance or like direction on how to proceed uh, on a certain uh, issue or problem but yeah I feel like there's a lot of people that they just they just fall into the trap of like endlessly consuming self-help content because they feel like they're you know they need to know more and more but the reality of it is like you can't understand everything right so mm-hmm. it's gonna have yeah. to be up to you i like that analogy i don't think i've ever heard that analogy like the just in case and just in time yeah um i think that's one one good way of looking at it and looking uh, and approaching self-help is like yeah. um 
definitely when you find like a need that you want to fulfill personally, then I think that should be your course of action is just to address it right away um, rather than being endlessly consumed with all this uh, material and resources that can be, uh, it, it can overwhelm people, I think, like self-help and realizing like, oh yeah, like I'm not as perfect as I thought I was. What's like, oh yeah, like I'm not like that. Um, like I, yeah, like that's not the, that's not the type of person that I am. And so I guess some people would be like, like, well, screw this. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to like read this or like watch this because this isn't who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it can be a little bit, uh, yeah, negative in that way. So yeah, that was just a, that was just a comment. Yeah. And I think, I guess, and at a, I mean, yeah, I agree with all of that. Um, I think one thing uh, also worth mentioning, like at least in, at a more um, like a lower level, like, like not a, like an abstract high level, but like lower level, like when books actually give like actionable advice, like this applies to like almost everything, but actionable advice always works. Like Lance brought up this book, how to win friends and influence people. And like, what I like about this book at least is like, it has like clear steps that you can do. And like, it provides like chapters are structured in like a sense where this is something you should do. And then here's a bunch of stories on why and like, some other feel-good content and stuff but at least you can get by you can get a lot from just reading just those chapter titles one thing is that it um it teaches you that how to talk to people in a sense because a lot of the time people just want to talk so if you get allow people to just talk about themselves and just keep asking them questions then like that's a good way to just get a conversation starting and then just asking people with genuine interest that kind of thing and not having like conversations where two people just kind of talk about themselves the whole time. I think reading this book kind of just exposed like times that I would do that, but also times that like it's made me more sensitive to other people that do that. And like in a way like that, that makes me want to converse with them less because I know they're just going to talk about themselves the, the whole time, which is like fine, but it's like not what I want to get sometimes. Anyway, um, but yeah, I think that was a good discussion so far. Um, one thing I wanted to kind of touch on was, do you guys think there's a significant difference between the terms self-help and self-development? I mean, this kind of like, again, goes back to what Kelvin was saying with like the just in case, just in time. I feel like if you're looking for something right away, I would consider that as like self-help because you're actively looking for things to help you out. And then after that point where you found the thing that you need help with, I think that's when it becomes self-development because now you have the tools for yourself to be able to grow and be a better person from those things that you learned before. I like the word, I like the, I, I just like the term self-development instead of self-help because I feel like self-help kind of implies the sense that you need help. Like there's something wrong with you and you need help versus, I mean, like, it's probably like a very implicit thing. It's like not something like people don't really think about, but to me, it's just, it, it's, it, self-development just sounds like a better term in general because it's like like you're developing into something greater like you, you have something good now but you're developing you want to develop something that maybe you're lacking in whereas I mean there's it's a very subtle difference but self-help kind of yeah it implies that you need help which is probably not the best way to look at things especially I mean yeah like people always people are in different times of their life and like people could be in really rough spots and 
buying into the idea of like yeah i'm really i'm 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 really shit <laughs> and it's i think i think it 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 does have its implications but i was just curious if you guys kind of share the same thought there goes the pg rating <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I was too late to save myself there but, uh... i agree i i think i like the the term self development more i think it it's it, it does the job of self help as well like the same thing and uh cuz yeah you're you're actively trying to develop into a better person and be- become something greater than you currently are and i think that the term self development covers that so one comment that i have is like for some people um asking for help is okay i think that's i, I don't think that that's what you were like trying to get at joe but i think that that's like for some people it's hard for them to come to terms with themselves needing to ask for help from other people and so Mm -hmm. i think like the term self-help is like kind of just like an introduction to like for them to be able to say like okay like this is my chance to like get help like for some people it's hard for them to go like counseling or hard for them to go to um yeah to other resources um because they have this thing where it's like no like i don't need the help like i don't i don't need help kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and I think this is like sort of that introduction phase where it's like, yeah, like starting to realize that, yeah, it's okay to need help. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think that's what you were getting at. Um, so I think I just want to put that out there. It is a good point though. I think people um, like if it helps you in the, in the long term, then yeah, like that's good. That's great. I, I'm glad that mm-hmm. you're able to find things that like get you by. Um, yeah. So I think that is a good point. And I like how I also, when you brought up like previously, like when you're talking about your definition of self-help it was like, I didn't really thought about it, but like it's, it's helping yourself. It's a very individual thing. Um, and I think that's just an interesting point because yeah, I just never thought about that. Like how it's when you help yourself, like, like you can't mm-hmm. like almost in a way where you don't rely on other people, but it's a solely an individual thing. And I feel like this can go to like a different discussion of like individualism and like how, individualistic people are but that, that's another discussion but yeah another day yeah another I, th- day. I think to that point like let's let, let's take for example us like individualistic individually i think we're all working towards bettering ourselves but then collectively we're kind of doing it together you know it's kind of like that kind of thing where it's like we can have a proper discussion about how self-help is helping or self-development is helping us um as like a collective group kind of thing but yeah like i think at its very core self-help is just you focusing on yourself and it's not something that someone can really give you i think Mm -hmm. so i i think i think one thing um we can also talk a little bit about was the idea i'm getting this from like five problems with the self-help industry by mark manson but um you know just in case you don't get copyright strike strike or something but um the idea that self-help is a contradiction in that, uh, I'm just reading this out from here. The first step is to admit that you're okay. And okay, I'm just going to read it out. The contradiction of self-help is that the first and most fundamental step to growth is to admit that you're okay as you are and that you don't necessarily need anyone else's help. It's the prime belief. And by its very definition, it's something that can't be given to you by someone else. It must be reached on your own. 
the irony is that once you do accept that you don't need someone else's help or advice to become a good to become a good person it's only then that their advice truly becomes useful to you so in a way self-help is most useful for people who don't actually need self-help it's for the okay to great people not the bad to okay people although those are most of the people who get caught in its net and spend their money on it so i guess what they're saying is like once you accept that you don't need help that's the first step to helping yourself i think i want to go back to that to the, like the last part that you were talking about where it's like getting self help from people who don't need self help mm right. i think that's that's a good point to highlight yeah i think i think that's it's it, it's sort of a coincidence cuz I, i i noticed that too when i'm watching like videos on like, these like youtubers um and it seems like yeah like their life is like so perfect or like they're they're actively working on themselves without like having to look for guidance from someone else mm-hmm. meanwhile here i am looking for guidance from these people and so yeah. it's like yeah like i don't know if that's i, I don't know how true that is but right. um i know someone that kelvin throws out a lot is like jordan peterson Yes, like for example. <laughs> He's yeah. ready. He's ready for it. Yeah. He's like, "Who? Yeah. About the book real quick." Yeah, for sure. He's he's definitely like that kind of person, I think. It's just like one of those people that doesn't seem like he needs help from other people because it's like he's the expert in this kind of field where it's like he knows exactly how to address like problems going on or that that's what he seems like to me at least. And then you read or you watch his YouTube videos about how like he was going through a tough time himself, like the types of books that he reads, uh, the types of videos that he watches, and it's like, wait, that's that's what I'm doing too. And so it's kind of like it's kind of weird just to, like notice that it's like yeah, like these people that I look up to um, seem perfect, but then in actuality they're similar to me in that they're just trying to look for guidance in their own lives. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think but I don't think um those people who do create self-help content or well the ones that I do see, I don't think that they don't need self-help in any way. A lot of the people that I that I do uh watch or like read about are people who are just actively trying to better their lives just like us like what you said. Mm-hmm. I think about Jordan Peterson too is that he was recently I think he was checked into a mental hospital so he he He's someone who I look up to a lot and I feel like he knows the answers to like a lot of like life's problems and mysteries and stuff and it's just inter- interesting to see that he also needed help like just like us even though he has all these credentials he's he's been like a psychotherapist for 20 years so yeah anyway. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that idea of what they're putting yeah like I don't know I need to read out okay I'm going to read out again The irony is that once you do accept that you don't need someone else's help or advice to become a good person, it's only then that their advice truly becomes useful to you. So in a way, self-help is most useful for people who don't actually need self-help. It's for the okay to great people, not the bad to okay people. Although those are most of the people who get caught in its net and spend their money on it. The trouble I have understanding is like why is that the first step? Like oh, to, to admit that you, to admit yeah. that you're not that you are okay as you are. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, th I think I had the same trouble with Kelvin, where it's like, yeah, like, why, why is that the first step is admitting that you're okay? Because I think for some people, it's like, it's the opposite. It's admitting yeah. that they're not okay. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking mm -hmm. as well. I think, yeah. I think, I guess, I guess the point that they're trying to make is like, you have to like, kind of accept that, or you, you, you're like, you're supposed to accept that, like, yeah, you're, you're missing all these bunch of things, but you know, you're totally valid. You're still valid as a person kind of thing. Like maybe you're feeling like, oh, I'm like I'm worthless. But then the first step is to like, okay, you do have some worth. There's just things that you're missing. I think, I think that's, I feel like that's what they're getting at. Um, I mean, it's, it's like, you don't have to agree with it, but I, I, I'm trying, I think that's what they mean. But what if, if, if it was weird like that, I'd be like, okay, maybe. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, moving on, moving on. I actually kind of want to talk a little bit more about uh, our guests. Oh yeah. Podcast. Yeah. yeah. Kelvin just recently started his own podcast. I highly recommend that you guys go ahead and check that out. Um, Kelvin, you can like plug it if you want and we'll, we'll plug it in our, in our episode notes for sure. Um, but yeah, if you want to talk a little bit about why you started the podcast, why the topic of self-productivity and self-development came up, um, yeah. and what you hope to, I guess, accomplish from starting this podcast. Yeah, so the podcast that I started is called Learning to Be Better. Uh, I started it just like a couple days ago, uh, and there's an episode out, so I recommend checking it out as well. <laughs> Where can we find it? Plug, but... Oh, it's on Spotify as well, just like Coffee Mates. Check, <laughs> yeah, check, check out Coffee Mates, guys. Not sponsored, by the way. Just as they say in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I started it for a couple reasons. One of them being as just to serve as a creative outlet for myself to express my own feelings and my thoughts. Um, and as far as why I chose the topic of self-development, it's just something that I think I've always been interested in and I feel like I've learned a lot. I've gained a lot from my own experiences and my own research. And I feel like if there's, I said this in my first episode too, if there's at least like one person who randomly stumbles upon my podcast and gets something that can make their life like 0.1% better, then for me, it would be very fulfilling. And the hours that I put into making the podcast, it would make it worth it. I think just based on that fact. And I guess the last reason is that I, I want to practice doing things without the need for like external validation. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is like before I'd always like do stuff for that, that dopamine hit I'd get from like other people's people, like uh, seeing my stuff or like, you know, the likes and the shares or whatever <laughs> for any content that I put out. And, you know, with, with the podcast, I don't expect it to have like, hundreds of viewers like the coffee meets podcast over here <laughs> hey wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> actually yeah you're right we're making it big Woo. yeah they make it big but I, I don't plan for it to be anything big i don't plan to have this as kind of like a side hustler make any kind of income on this in the future it's just something that i've always been interested in like starting a podcast that's something that i wanted to do and it's just for me it's just practicing doing something that i wanted to do without the need for that external validation and like to add on to that point uh, 
I think before I would always like want to do things. I always feel like I have to do things with other people, like whether that be just like going shopping or like eating or like starting something. Like, oh, I wanted. To, I remember thinking like before a couple of years ago, it was like it'd be interesting to start a podcast. But, like, I have no one to start a podcast with, and I thought it was like, why not just start it myself? Like, I can do things by myself if I want to do them. I don't need mm-hmm. other people as well. So. Yeah, those are the main reasons why I started the podcast. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's really good. Well, anecdotally speaking, speaking for myself, listening to that episode made my life 0.1% better. Oh, let's at go. least, at least. All right. <laughs> I don't have to make any more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thank you again, Kelvin, uh, just for being here and for just like sharing a little bit more about your insight and your opinion uh, and your perspective, honestly, on, on self-development and self-care. Um, for those of you who haven't checked out his podcast yet, um, go ahead and check it out on Spotify. It's called learning to be better um, with Kelvin Poligro. And yeah. Uh, yeah, Kelvin, just thank you so much for being on this uh, episode. Uh, we're going to cut it here, but yeah, just thank you again, just for being a really good friend and just like joining the podcast real quick yeah of course yeah. um i just want to thank you guys too for having me on and i hope that i can come on again and we can talk about some other topics as well yeah yeah but yeah All thank right. you guys so much just for listening to the podcast uh we really appreciate you guys just taking the time um yeah just to be here and just to listen to literally three guys just talk about self-development we're not experts on this at all yeah. um but we really appreciate you guys just taking the time, just listening. Um, so yeah, if you haven't already, just go ahead and follow us on Spotify, follow Kelvin's uh, podcast. Also learning to be better on Spotify and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Bye. <laughs> oh, thank you.